0: Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with The Breakfast Huddle, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Jack Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for Travel Thursday. Mm. What will it take for you to travel during this COVID-19 pandemic?
1: You know, I've been thinking about this because a lot of my friends and some business partners have been traveling. And I have been very reluctant to do so because there's so many extra things you've got to do. You've got to take all those tests, yeah. all warranted, all required, and all understandable. Timing, Timing uh, I is crucial. Wanna, yeah, I don't want to go through that timing, of course, because it's also a question of what if rules change in the midst of mm. my travel? What if instead of one week of quarantine upon arrival, I'll have to do two weeks? So all these uncertainties are getting in the way of my plans anyway. Yeah.
0: Makes travelling
1: more exciting. (laughs) Depends on how you look at it. Depends how you look Uh, at it. You're a glass half full kind of guy, huh? Uh, Yeah. Uh,
0: Air travel undoubtedly has faced a significant impact from the challenges of the two years. Uh, There's also uncertainty around travel restrictions like you Mm. talked about, quarantines like you talked about. Mm. It all throws holidays and business trips up in the air. But when it comes to the concerns about COVID-19, there's this uh, survey by Immersat, APEC, Passengers view some everyday experiences as riskier mm. compared with air travel.
1: <laughs> okay, this will be interesting. A oh. significant 32 percent apparently of APAC passengers are less confident about getting on the bus or coach than taking a flight, while 32 percent of passengers felt that the metro or underground was riskier I, than I, flying. I was that, no? Yeah,
0: sincerely. I I don't dare to take For a while I didn't dare to take a train
1: Why? In Singapore? In Singapore, yeah Why, why?
0: Oh, like some clown coughs and then that's it, uh, or some fella on the train talking on the phone.
1: The and then next to him, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: ironic, uh, next to him is the sign. Please keep quiet on the train.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I see, I see what you mean exactly. That I've had friends who had to go to work physically even during the circuit breaker period mm. because of the nature of their work, and they were afraid of getting on buses and okay. trains, even though there were fewer people. And imagine now what it feels like. Uh, so it, this is the other side of things yeah uh, while it seems that passengers overall are more than happy to travel soon the study also found that the aviation industry will of course still need to adapt to their shifting travel habits okay. what are those travel habits how can the industry adapt to them well to tell us more david coily joins us he is regional vp for apec at Invasat aviation good morning david good morning Thanks for joining us, David. Now, we understand that you recently unveiled the APEC findings from your passenger confidence tracker. And the results are pretty optimistic. 60% of passengers apparently say that they'll be happy to fly again by the end of the year. This is compared to only 47% last year. Tell us more about this. Delve deeper into some of the reasons here and more about your other top line findings.
2: Sure, yeah. So uh, InMarsat's the market-leading provider of in-flight Wi-Fi, which is becoming increasingly important in the uh, the new normal as we talk about it. So we've been doing this survey for the last couple of years, the largest survey of its type globally in the pandemic era. And uh, last year, we expanded the, uh, the survey even more. We call it our Passenger Confidence Tracker, and it now covers over 10,000 passengers globally, from a whole range of countries, including uh, 4,500 um, passengers from the Asia-Pac area, including Singapore, Australia, Indonesia, Korea, and, uh, and India. And all of these respondents have flown during the pandemic era, the last 24 months or so. And the key point, as you, as you said, yes, it's more exciting. Um, but now yeah. what we're seeing in Asia-Pac, 9, nine out of 10 passengers are looking to change their travel plans but are confident to travel in the next six months so i think we've turned the corner we've particularly seen in singapore with things like the btls the vaccinated travel lanes that there are ways of uh, of dealing with the new challenges and airlines and all the players in the industry like in marsat like changi airport we're all adapting we're all getting on with it and finding ways to give passengers confidence to travel Very nice, David. Nicely put there. Uh, David, we keep talking about the
0: changing habits of travellers. And I I apologise, I think I've become a little bit too lost in the amount of noise. What is the current changed habit?
2: Uh, Well, principally, the habits are affected by what are the concerns and the concerns about what passengers have. I think, think, as you said a few minutes ago, it's catching the virus abroad and having to quarantine and unpredictability, you know, around border closures and things changing. And I must admit, I've travelled two or three times in the last uh, couple of months Mm. and uh, things do change, uh, particularly downstream. I think in Singapore in particular we we have it pretty good in terms of you know we're all used to uh sensible precautions and processes to deal with just going to the shops here. And that certainly is something that Singapore Airlines and and Changi Airport have taken on board to make it as easy as possible. So actually in Singapore, travelling from Singapore is not as exciting as you might think. It's it's really well under control. (laughs) But it is that unpredictability downstream that can affect people's attitudes. Quarantining in particular um, is, is a concern. So passengers are looking for predictability and consistency and safety standards and testing and things like that around the world.
1: Mm. Uh, Before we delve into other things that they might want in terms of emerging needs of travellers in light of what's going on today, I understand that over half of those surveyed would be confident to fly within the next six months. Uh, Could the Omicron variant, though, possibly change that sentiment?
2: yeah so interestingly, from the survey that we did uh, you know so our survey was conducted in two thousand twenty one but it did show that over fifty percent of people will be prepared to uh, will be confident to fly in the next six months, and that was a marked improvement from the forty percent the previous year in two thousand and twenty and that is definitely something that we see that we have turned this corner, confidence is is returning. you know we saw that in the numbers that were released this week from Singapore Airlines and scoot, where six hundred thousand passengers traveled in December as a result of the VTLs being introduced. But you're absolutely right. There are concerns, again, about the uh, Omicron variant. Um, you know, the whole world sort of paused in terms of how that would impact things. And I think, you know, again, Singapore has, has not had as much an effect on from Omicron yet, or, or, or at all, as has happened elsewhere in, say, Europe or North America. But in those places, you can see that that peak has, uh, has maybe been reached. And, and things will stabilize again. So undoubtedly Omicron has, has sort of slowed things down or paused things. But I think again, we can look beyond that and see that later in 2022, the the, the confidence will return again and everyone's geared up to dealing with this and, uh, and allowing us all to travel again safely and confidently.
0: David, this might be a bit speculative, but uh, naturally there'll be people who are cautious and, like you mentioned, don't want to travel. Is it possible that, you know, two years is still quite a while, a habit forms and they just don't want to travel anymore? So it's it's not a confidence issue, it's a habit issue. And what might be done to change that habit? More marketing?
2: Um, Possibly. I mean, I think to your point, yes, I think some people, perhaps a minority, um, may change their habits. Mm. You know, certainly, certainly we expect the pandemic has changed people's habits. But there are clearly people that want to and need to travel. Uh, I'm traveling okay. next week, for example, and looking forward to it and, and, and confident because I've been through it before. But yeah. to your point about what needs to be done to, uh, to cope with this new situation, airlines have been thinking this through endlessly yeah. over the last two years. And there are lots of, of strategies and uh, actions that they're taking to give us that confidence and also to allow us to cope and to deal with the realities of travelling in a pandemic. So, for example, in particular, there's a digitisation trend generally. You know, we all need our trace together up on our phones anyway. Mm. You need your vaccine certificates. Your phone or your, your personal device or tablet becomes absolutely essential pre-travel at the airport and in flight. And in flight, this digitisation shows itself in the way of things are moving online, Wi-Fi in the airplane becomes uh, the new normal, and it's something that Inmarsat's been helping drive in just to allow people to connect to the web. But now it becomes the tool by which airlines will go paperless. You know, you won't see as many uh, or any magazines, newspapers, card or paper uh, menus all of those things will go online you'll see a digital in-flight magazine and you'll get used to continue using the device that frankly we've all been welded to for the last two years during lockdown Mm -hmm. anyway we're all used to using our phones and 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 ipads and what have you to get our contact to stay online and that trend that trend was happening in aviation anyway but it's just been reinforced by the pandemic and it's good for airlines you know the, the weight saving and benefits from that that come from getting rid of all the paper Uh, magazines and all the rest of it, it is good for them. You can do um, food and beverage ordering, for example, in flight as well, which gives passengers confidence because it's touchless. It's using their own phone that they trust. And it also allows airlines to enhance things like, you know, you can eat whenever you want. You just uh, order your food and drink uh, via via an app.
1: Mm. Uh, To what extent have airlines already adopted all of these solutions?
2: Um, Well, the the pandemic has accelerated the adoption. To be fair, most airlines, forward-looking airlines, were looking at this anyway. Interestingly, Singapore Airlines introduced an e-commerce app just before, uh, in in late 2021 anyway. And that was because they were looking at e-commerce as part of this overall aviation industry digitization trend, which has simply been reinforced. So those sorts of things are happening, e-commerce, and it's all been accelerated. And the airlines that will look for a sustainable, um, successful future are the ones that have grabbed hold of this and are implementing those digitization tools like crazy. It helps them and it helps us.
0: Uh, so according to the study, 9 in 10 airline passengers, so that's about 91%, not expecting to return to their previous travel routines once the pandemic is over. David, by that, what do you mean by previous travel routines? Does it mean
2: as simple as, okay, instead of three holidays, I'll just take one? Um, it could mean absolutely that. I think I think undoubtedly people will think think again before they, they travel. You know, possibly for a whole range of different reasons, people may say it may not travel as much. Whether it will go from three holidays down to one, or, uh, or you know, maybe do uh, you know less travel in general. You know, as you said in the uh, the previous comments, in terms of the paperwork and the testing that you have to do some people will say well that's too much you know so perhaps some of the more casual frequency or height you know the the frequency at which we travel may change you know certainly the pandemic and things that we have to do now uh, will impact on us but we all need to travel and we want to travel for a whole bunch of reasons
1: This is even if airlines and hotels, for instance, and everyone else in the travel industry takes measures to make travel more predictable, feel safer?
2: I think some people may may choose, you know, in the same way that, that that a lot of people have effectively voluntarily stayed in their own little lockdown, their own mm. little bubbles, and what have you. Whereas the rest of us have all been chomping at the bit to get out there, to get down downtown, to to just get out there in Singapore and the rest of the world. So there will always be those outliers that that choose for their own very valid reasons to themselves not to do what they may have done before. But aviation is no different to a whole, whole bunch of other aspects of life.
1: Mm, it sounds as if no matter what you do, the industry has to expect that air travel will never go back to pre-COVID levels, in which case, one would wonder, what is really the future of the industry, of the aviation industry moving forward? What are your predictions considering the survey findings?
2: Um, never say never. I think the key point is the industry and passengers have to adapt they will adapt there may be some longer-term impacts maybe over uh, over uh, the sort of medium terms of a three years plus plus. Um, we do get back to to where we were our perspectives will probably change anyway for different reasons not just the pandemic but certainly this shows how the aviation industry can adapt uh, and grow and get back to where we were and certainly there is nothing to fear from traveling.
0: Mm. And you know, it's without a doubt that as a globe, uh, as a global citizen, we are quite travel hungry. But sometimes, David, I feel it's—I I don't see a point in in having the conversation. And 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 and, you'll excuse me if I explain myself, because you look at the other side of the world, that cultural difference.
2: Uh, uh, do we see the same kind of fears there? I, I think we all see the same kind of fears we see them slightly differently sure. um, in, in Asia Pacific you know for example Asia Pacific went through SARS Yeah, you know all those years ago that ingrained Certain attitudes and behaviours that Asians are cautious on. as well, right? And we're, and we're cautious, yeah. 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 And, and to be fair, our governments have been a, a little more hands on. Okay. I think other okay. other countries' governments may may, may have taken a lesson from us all. So okay. we're used to it, and we know those things are done for our own benefit as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So I think we are we are, are have more faith, and we have more faith in airlines. And, and the reputation of the airlines that we will travel with mm-hmm. will all reflect the confidence we have in the systems that they put in place. And uh, we will, we will, you know, trust will be a big thing and we will know who we, who we will trust to travel with and where we will trust to travel to.
1: Trust is a major thing indeed, and certain airlines no doubt will do better than others because they've already built a reputation of trust. Others might have built trust and then lost it uh, because of various reasons during the pandemic as well. So moving forward, what is your advice to airlines in order to build that trust and then shout about it in the appropriate ways in order to get those passengers back in the air with them?
2: Yeah, I mean, they are, they are doing that already. There are a couple of in- industry bodies such as IATA and Skytrax, and you will see in the marketing when you go to book a flight, mm. um, when it comes up with your price, it will say, that we've got five stars, Star Trax, uh, Skytrax, health and safety um, recommendations. So those accreditations are something the airlines are going to have to adopt, and airlines are going to have to get with it to recognize those airlines that give their passengers confidence will get their business. So airlines will have to give us those confidence. They are going out of their way at the moment to, uh, to help get us to travel. They will give you sanitation packs at the door as you board the airplanes. You know, the pl- planes are, are cleaned more, the air is scrubbed more. You know, the, the filters that are in airplane, uh, airplane air conditioning systems are HEPA filters anyway. They are good, but airlines are going the extra mile to make us feel confident and comfortable and safe as we fly. And those trends will need to be adopted by airlines who want to succeed.
0: We've been speaking with David Coley, who is regional vice president for Asia Pacific at Emirates Aviation. David, thank you so much for taking the time. First of all, we're very jealous because you're traveling next week, <laughs> but you take
2: care and stay safe. Yeah. Thank you very much. And you.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.